that maybe that is the thing maybe they're not meant to be remembered in that way it's just about how you get there and the excitement of the chase yeah. but once the chase is over it's actually quite disappointing because you want that's the that's the thrill of it isn't it you, you want to keep going and when the ending is is always is always disappointing because it's over <laughs> Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest episode of Since You Watched. I'm Yehuda Fink. And I'm Aaron Wunsch. We're here to discuss the best and worst shows available on Netflix. Each week we'll dive into another series and give you our honest opinion. Is it a binge-worthy box set or a massive waste of time? Tune in each week to find out what we're watching. Episodes released each Tuesday. Don't forget to like, subscribe and leave us a cheeky comment. So let's get into it. Wunch, you there? Yeah, I oh, am here. Thank Coming God. In from down under. Oh, thank God. Honestly, last week I'm sitting there like a lemon, thinking that you're you're going to be online, <laughs> and then you managed to bugger off to Australia. Stand you up. That's that's the plan. Yeah, yeah. How how are you? How how's life in uh, in the land down under? It's great. Uh, currently in hotel quarantine, oh. so having my meals brought to me like a prisoner <laughs> it is, it is um, essentially like prison isn't it yeah i mean the, the big difference between this and prison is that in prison you get an hour exercise outside a day <laughs> this is no open windows no fresh air nothing well um, seriously you don't you, your windows doesn't even open slightly no, no no it's a hotel hotel windows don't open we've got a beautiful I thought, view i thought windows sometimes you know, open a little bit so you can get you you're not even breathing in fresh air no i oh, made that's no. grim it's like you know you shower and you come out and there's like steam in the whole room it's uh it's cozy it's fun well are they <laughs> are they straight do they check up on you yeah regularly? yeah they call every day um they yeah they call every day to make sure you're like alive and you haven't murdered anyone in your room and they do covid tests every couple of days and oh really you take t- you're still taking covid tests yeah, yeah, they well, they test you. If you're positive, you have to stay for longer. So really hoping we're not positive. Why, well, why would you... Te- I mean, you've been there for nearly five days now. Yeah. Because, so, it I mean, take, when you know, if, I, if we pick something up in the airport Jeez. or... Well... You know, I mean, there was, there was cases where, you know, because there's no windows, if someone opens the door in the hallway, you have to open the door to get your food. And if someone else has it and, I don't know, they start coughing in the hallway because there's no ventilation, oh, you could end up... Like contracting it, it's just mad. Um, oh, but and you're you know, va- and you're vaccinated, so yeah, double oh, vaxxed. So it's ridic- it's ridic- honestly, <sighs> yeah, I think it's that's crazy, that, that, that's that's bonkers. <laughs> I'm amazed you <laughs> don't have a. Te- I'm amazed they don't have this test to release system. Oh no, re- no, no, not at all. But I've got a I've got an exercise Instance, bike, so that's uh, you know, do a bit of exercise every day, and got a TV, got my PlayStation. So uh, oh, nice. You know, what you what you been playing? Um, well, I haven't played FIFA in a long time, so I started a career um, trying to take Spurs to win something for the first time. Uh, which yeah, is I've nice. noticed it's become quite easy, though. Did you get the financial takeover at the beginning? They give you 500 yeah, million. Where did that come from? I didn't even realise until the last day of the transfer window when I looked at my budget and I had like 350 million to spend. I was like, hello. Yeah, very um, unrealistic to, uh, <laughs> to to what goes on at Spurs, really. Very unrealistic, um, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
What's the Wi-Fi like? Decent? Well, we'll find out if this recording goes well. <laughs> well <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we? this cuts out. Um, yeah. And most important, well, I'm sure you've been reading loads of books on your Kindle. Of course. Because um, that's all you do. Um, but TV-wise, have you got? Have you done any? or Have you watched much? So I, I've there's a few things that I've watched. Actually, Netflix I haven't been as as big on, but I've smashed through Clarkson's Farm, which is on Amazon. Prime, oh, I'm currently watching that as well. It's I great. I absolutely love it. It's very funny. Really enjoyed that. And I think you'll appreciate this. I've actually um, I took it upon myself to rewatch Game of Thrones. Oh wow! How, about, how far have you gone through? Well, I I only I watched it once all the way through. Um, I think I stopped and started when the seasons were obviously had the breaks in between, but. I forgot how brilliant it is. It's really amazing. Everything about it is brilliant. I'm a bit nervous to get to the end because I know season what? seven and eight were a bit crap. But it, it's what are you watching it on? Show. Um, so in Australia, there's a TV streaming service called Binge, and they have they have okay. all of Game of Thrones. So I've been able to sort of oh, amazing smash through that. And it's just like the early seasons. Just oh, it's so good. It really, really is. Just yeah, I agree. Storylines, so the acting, stuff. the dialogue. Oh, it's just. Forgot how brilliant it is. I don't think they'll make anything Else. like it ever again. But I'm just depressed to know yeah. that we're getting towards the like final what, season. What it ends all. up, yeah. It got too big, didn't it? Yeah, I think I was thinking about it recently when we mentioned it. I actually think its problem is that it got too big. It got mm. too big for itself. Well, they, Budget they, was too much. Expectation was too high. One of the best things about it was that no one was safe. And obviously, by the end, they had actors that they couldn't kill off, really. I'll never forget. you. I think you and I watched... I think it was the season seven finale. Yeah, Remember, it was the season seven finale uh, after the episode when they went over the wall ah, and they yes. went to bring back. Oh, we did. So the, I remember this, we were all this. expecting some serious massacre, red red wedding kind mm. of, you know, because they were meeting Cersei and we. Ha- I remember we had a list. <laughs> We'd written a list <laughs> of all the yeah. core characters who were going to be in that episode and what we all predicted. I think it was, it was you two and my brother, I think. Mm. And we all predicted whether they would survive or not. And we all went for it. I reckon we all thought about three. Yeah. At least three might go and dip. And only Peter Baelish went and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I remember that episode being so <laughs> underwhelming because nothing really happened in that episode. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that became the... Ex- I mean, the excitement of it is just... There's so many brilliant pieces to it. And when you re-watch it, which it's a lot, it's a lot to re-watch. I mean, of all the shows to re-watch, there's a lot... A lot yeah. of time, a lot of effort. Episodes are long. There's a lot of seasons, and it's, it's just so many brilliant moments and things that you like. You'll see it that you didn't realize the first time that work really well, and you appreciate certain characters a lot more. Um, you notice it's things a- like I, I never noticed with um, I think his name is uh, is it Kyburn, the guy that becomes the hand to Cersei in later seasons. Yeah, like his yeah. origin story. They find him at Harrenhal, and he's basically left for dead. Um, yeah, and it's um, it's what's her name? It's uh, what's her name? Ned Stark's wife. Um, uh, uh, Stark. I can't remember the Catelyn? names. Cat, Cat, uh, Catelyn Stark. Stark. She's the one that like uh, is it her saves or, it, him. or like jo- oh, Rob Stark's wife? Basically, like saves him and brings it, like basically brings him back to the yeah. Then he ends up being a, a core huge Lannister problem. Person, yeah, it's just all those things that I just I never I just never thought about or noticed the first time. Uh, are you both watching it? But you no, and your wife? It's not a, it's, it's oh, not really? it's a small room. Doing. Small room. Yeah, as in like, you know, don't need to spend all of our time together. <laughs> we'll watch it separate things and God come together so. other times, but yeah. It's uh no. It's, have you uh 
I was. I read that people said that people are having falling outs because of the quarantine, because of being in one room. <laughs> Just ask my wife, see what she says. What's it called? <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, but it's sort of like it's like a quarantine fever kind of thing, and it makes you I angry. Like fever. And you can snap at each other, yeah, a little yeah. bit. But when you're with another person, it's worse. I don't know. I mean, we, um, we know someone that... Oh, mate, no fresh air. I yeah, think that's the worst part. Not. I mean, we, we know someone that flew with their sister and they've got adjoining rooms. So, like, they can spend time yeah, together and they can spend time apart. But, it, you know... Oh, no, that's smart. Yeah. I, I don't think I would have gotten away with doing that with, with my you, wife. You said, though, you haven't looked much at, <laughs> you haven't looked much at Netflix. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but when you've seen a Netflix, is there much of a difference between the Aussie one and the UK one? Well, all of the, all of the Netflix originals are are the same. Yeah. But there's a few random shows, like I think the Blacklist they have here, which they didn't have in the UK, uh, which is a big one that they watch. Like a lot of people, obviously, it's quite high trending, uh, the Blacklist. So there's that one. Um, but otherwise, I haven't noticed anything yet. I think it's going to be when someone recommends me no- something and I can't find it that I'll notice. Okay, I mean, I, I've, I mean, I've always noticed whenever I go abroad and use Netflix that the films are usually better on Netflix, but they're mm. missing some good TV shows. I don't know if that's the same in Australia. Um, I don't know if you've noticed any bigger epics or stuff like that. Um, in terms of films, I mean, you know, the, the thing is, is that I very rarely use Netflix for films because I think we discussed this a few times. Netflix films are usually a bit, bit rubbish. So, I think the Netflix original films aren't great, but they they do. Cu- put on some you know good films i mean kill bill volume one was just put on netflix yeah. here um last week and that is one of my favorite films ever um just oh it was it's just so great i mean we watched <laughs> i thoroughly enjoy I watching it i think it's available in the uk but we watched um fatherhood with kevin hart which is a which is quite a i haven't watched that it's yet a, it's actually a very is that, beautiful it's, film. it's not a comedy isn't it i mean kevin hart's a comedian but yeah it's sort of a bit more of a drama I mean, it's uh, you know, not no spoilers, but you know, his wife dies at the beginning, and he's left with his good. daughter to look after, and he doesn't know what he's doing. It, it's a very, it's a bit of a tearjerker. It's a really beautiful story, and it's it's quite, actually I actually thought it was quite good. Uh, we quite we both watched it. We quite enjoyed it. So, so yeah, okay, so some decent stuff. But you know, I think we'll we'll find um, out as time goes on what when we want to do an episode, and <laughs> I can't see the show because it's not on Netflix here. Yeah. We uh we just finished uh Dairy Girls here the first it's two really seasons. Good. I always the third to season's watch coming it. up. I love it. Absolutely love it. I, I mean I yeah, it's it's it is genuinely bloody hilarious. Um I think Irish humour is brilliant. It's like a father Ted. Yeah, I've got a bit of Irish family. Yeah, well uh, yeah, not not exactly the same. I think Father Father Ted is is just sensational. Yeah. Um but the, it's that is different level kind of humor, but Dairy Girls. I mean, I, I speak. I know a couple of Irish people, and they feel that Dairy Girls is like a really good representation of Irish people. Right. Um, they find that something, you know, they find that some Irish shows are like they're a bit too over the top, and they're not actually representing Irish people very well. But this one is very, very funny, and and it kind of gets the vibe of what it was like to live through the troubles in the nineties. And I th- it's it's superb. Uh, the first two seasons have, have already come out, and I think they started or they said they're planning on doing the third one. It was hit due to COVID, um, but it's it's brilliant. It, it catches the vibe of of what's going on during the troubles. It doesn't specifically focus on the troubles themselves, but it's what would it possibly been like being a kid uh, growing up around that time. So, like, genuinely brilliant, really funny, with some amazing moments. The acting's really good. Um, so yeah, if you if you can get a hold of it in Australia, mate, mm, I'll have a look. do uh, 
it's not many episodes as well. I think it's like six or something episodes in a season. Um, uh, so so it's great. But if you if any of you uh, listeners haven't seen Dairy Girls, I strongly recommend that you watch it. It's really good. I'm pretty sure at least the first season is on Netflix here, and I think due to contractual reasons or something like that, season two was going to be on Netflix, but because of COVID, it's not on yet. Because I think the I think the agreement is that Netflix have is that they put on the latest season as soon as the newest season right. is released I mean, sort of I, thing. I can see you know I mean? the second season in Australia. So, Yes, I think in Australia it's different. But here, last year, I remember they announced season two of Derry Girls has been uh, put on Netflix and within, within a few hours it had been removed. And the reason was because Channel 4 announced that they were delaying season three filming of Derry Girls. So they want the latest season yeah. only on their streaming okay. service. I think that's how the deals work when, with Netflix taking shows that off things like BBC and ITV. That as long as it's either completed or the latest season is already on BBC and ITV, they'll take the, the penultimate or the one before up okay. to that point. It, it, it's an interesting way of doing it. Um, but I think they said that the next season is going to be the last one uh, because I think the, the girls are getting a bit too old to pretend to be teenagers. <laughs> like, like in the in-betweeners. <laughs> I mean, it's very obvious that they're all... It's so obvious, yeah, it's so obvious that they're in their late 20s, <laughs> a lot of them. Uh, they're playing like 16-year-olds. Um, uh, but yeah, definitely recommend that. It's very, very, very funny. Uh, oh, nice. It's got some great moments. Yeah, uh, have you uh, taken up any of my recommendations of international <laughs> films? You <laughs> sitting do there love your talking to myself films. half an hour. Um, I do love yeah. a good international nah, film. Well, yeah. we've got we've do got a few films film to to get through and a few really fantastic ones. I'm just you know the great thing about quarantine, as frustrating as it is, is there is so much to watch. And I think we've discussed this previously, where there's almost I don't know if there's a phrase for it or like a way of saying it maybe we can create one where there's so much to watch you don't even know where to begin you know there's like when you get like let's say you get recommended five or six different series and you're like where <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't even know what to even watch first and we kind of have that where we've got so much time to watch so much tv it's almost well, what do we what do we start with you know yeah. i'm finding though i am ob- obviously now finding that i've got less time i mean you know, it's it's, a, you know, it's an obvious thing to say now, but lockdown is very much over. I've been regularly going back to work yeah. since September, with a with a break in January, February, a bit of March. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been regularly going back to work, and I think most of the country now are Still regularly busy, yeah. back to work and starting to go back into offices mm-hmm. soon. And so it'll be interesting to well, see what anything, happens to TV more, because it and Netflix as well. What you choose to watch. You haven't got as much time, and that's where we come. That's where we come in. Oh. There you go. Come listen to us. We'll recommend. Either we'll be discussing a show, or you'll be hearing myself just warbling along because Wunch has decided to not wake, not wake up, up or something to record. Um, I did make a promise to our listeners yeah, that we were yeah, going to no, keep this going. Keep so, going. I mean, we've, we've done quite well now. We're recording. Yeah, let's keep it. First week in Australia, so um, you know, a bit of a funny time difference, but. Yeah. Um,
so we said that we would do it before you decide to bail out um, last week. <laughs> um, we said we'd, we'd look at um, Harlan Coben's The Stranger, which uh, is a book. Um, Harlan Coben's an author, but he's also, I think he's adapted his screen his books into screenplays for Netflix, specifically Netflix shows. I think they're all Netflix originals. He's done... He's done two and he's got another one coming out. I think he might already have an old, much older one on Prime though. But this one is called The Stranger. The Stranger was released in 2020 uh, at the end of January. And it's, um, it, along with a lot of uh, Harlan Coben shows, uh, it sort of surrounds some sort of mystery, a whodunit kind of thing. So The Stranger, uh, it, uh, it sort of starts with this, you know, this man's at a football match watching his son play football and uh, this random strange, a stranger, random woman he's, this this bloke's never met, um, comes up to him at the bar and says, by the way, um, your wife is a liar. She's faked her most recent pregnancy and the and the miscarriage and you should go and get your children DNA tested. <laughs> and she walks off. <laughs> yeah. He's sort of like, what? Um Meanwhile, uh, this man's uh, this man's son, oldest son, goes out to a party, and they find the following morning a decapitated <laughs> alpaca. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, then that surrounds a mystery as to what that could mean. Um, and there, yeah, and then it's sort of a it it. it, it, it branches out into a load of different mysteries obviously the one that i think is the most compelling for most people was the alpaca like what the hell happened um but also there's the the, the main character's name is adam price uh trying to work out whether his wife is a liar and whether and who is this stranger and why is she going around telling people um these random you know truths uh uh and kind of you know mm. tipping over people's lives um yeah, it's about it's about eight yeah, eight, episodes. eight episodes, if I'm correct. Yeah, it's eight episodes, uh, and it sort of it branches out. It's um, it's set in Manchester, but I can I could work out. It's Manchester. One of those uh, yeah, accents, I don't actually yeah. remember. If there, uh, there is yes, there is an Irish. There is one core Irish mm. character, and where that where it centers a lot about around him and and, and what happens to him. So we'll, maybe we'll we'll look at that in the in the spoilers. Um, but it is very much a, a whodunit. There's loads of different sort of... Uh, everyone's under suspicion the whole time. Uh, people going missing. Um, do we? Who do we trust? Um, and it, it's, you know, it's a pretty good show, I thought. I thought it was a pretty good show. Uh, the acting's all pretty decent. The main... The lead is uh, played by Richard Armitage, who I think many would be familiar with seeing him in loads of different things. He's a, he's a really good actor. Um, and I think the rest, yep. I think Jennifer Saunders is in it. Um, she's playing a serious character, uh, which is interesting. Um, and it, it's, it's a good show. I, I thought it was a pretty good show. I relatively enjoyed it. It, it, it kept my attention overall. Um, I think 83% on Rotten Tomatoes with an audience score of, of 72. So that is a good, yeah. that is a was, good, that is know, a good. The general consensus, I think, is that it's a good show the plot is quite clever it does hook you in it is as you said it is a whodunit but what i think it does really well is you don't really know what's happening um they don't really give much away and the only things that you know 
one of the things that's really di- I think difficult with all these whodunits and, and sort of murder mystery type vibes is how much is the audience allowed to know and how much are the characters allowed to know as it progresses I think what The Strange does quite well is you know the character played by Paul Kay who is brilliant um, he's also in Afterlife we spoke about him he's the therapist who's yeah he plays cats he's, oh he plays he's, cats I mean, doesn't he's hilarious he? in Afterlife in this one he's incredible in this show yeah, but and he plays the therapist in Afterlife. Yeah, he is brilliant. But what you know about him doesn't take away from the fact that the other characters don't know about him. If that makes sense, so you know that kind of um, plot I think works really, really well. And and in general, it is a good cast. I mean, all of them. I think Richard Armitage is a big, big actor. He's obviously he's in the Hobbit. He's in a number of other things as well. Yeah, yeah, that was it. He played. Um, he played the the, the yes. main the lead dwarf. Um, Thorin. Yeah. Thorin, Thorin Oakenshield, um, and he's also he was in Spooks. Yeah. Obviously, he plays Lucas in, in Spooks. Nerd. Um, <laughs> that's probably the yes. biggest. Big yeah, one. yeah, yeah. He plays he, he plays a spy in Spooks. Yeah. He also plays a lead dwarf in. in the um, so you know, there's there's a lot of that kind of you know. It's awesome. See what I mean, Jennifer Saunders is huge. Um, as I said, Paul Kay, um, you know, some some really yeah, big, big big actors, star. and they do really well. I mean, even Hannah John Carmen, who plays the Stranger. You know, she was in Game of Thrones. She's in Black Mirror. Um, She's got really in, insane eyes, like very, very green eyes, um, which I think was quite captivating in the trailer for it. But yeah, it's a good cast. It's a good sort of uh, pacing of the whole plot. And, and it does leave you wondering what's going to happen next. And each episode has that bit of a cliffhanger throughout it. So I do, I, it was yeah. good. It was, I did enjoy it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, it's... Um, yeah, you're, you're right. When you talked about um, it's uh, the reception that they got, it's, uh, it's done pretty well. And I think all of Harlan Coben's stuff that's come out so far has, has done pretty well. He's a good author. I think um, I've, I've, I've heard this uh, opinion that I'm, even though I haven't read his books, that his books are better, but I find that in a lot of cases, book, the original mm, book is better than the show or the film. Um, it's very hard to, uh, to adapt it uh, better um, with most things. Um, but yeah, I would say overall it is pretty good. It's, um, the acting, the acting's pretty good overall. I think mm. there's a few points that's a little bit clunky, where it wasn't as believable. Uh, I think I think the yeah, younger cast weren't great. I, I wasn't such a fan. The ones who played the kids, uh, the children of of the main characters, etc. I I didn't I didn't buy into that as much. Mm. I don't think they they were cast very well. Um, and I mean I don't know where it was supposed to be set. I don't think they ever specifically say, but it didn't look like the UK. I think it was meant me. to be I like a provincial town agree. or something. I didn't recognise any parts of it. No. Yeah, I didn't recognise anywhere uh, around <laughs> it. It was beautiful. And the weather was amazing, so it didn't <laughs> suggest that it's the UK at all. Um, but I did. Yeah, uh, you're right. I did, I did enjoy it. Um, I would say that if uh, you enjoy this show. Mm. They'll definitely watch the other Harlan Coben stuff. Uh, so obviously there's yeah. uh, Safe, which is a Netflix original as well, uh, which stars, if I remember his name correctly, his name is Michael C. Hall, and he plays Dexter. Okay. He's the lead, he plays Dexter. I've seen Dexter, yeah. And by... Michael C. Hall playing with a with a proper... <laughs> he's put on a, a British accent. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I was sort of watching. Thinking this is quite impressive. He's putting up this range. Um. And he's uh, he's actually yeah. He's 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 pretty good in it. Uh, there's a couple of points I remember in that show where his accent goes. 
but that one's also got a, a pretty good uh, a pretty good cast and it the, the concept of safe is that it's a, a gated community um it's sort of in the set in the same sort of vibe as the stranger same similar sort of looking area and michael c hall's character his the main character his daughter disappears and it's basically him trying to find out where his daughter is and then it, it, it branches out into other things and uh, yeah. it, i actually thought it was a pretty good show as well and then there's also i haven't seen it it's it's called The Five, but it's on Prime. It's not a Netflix show. That's also a Harlan Coben series. And I've heard good things about that. Yeah. So it might be worth checking that out. Um, I'm thinking if you if you like sort of mystery, whodunits, or who you can trust. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head other than Harlan Coben shows. I've got a um, few. So I think one of them I would recommend is... I, do, I think it's on Netflix. Again, it on. might depend where you're accessing Netflix from. But I think The Bodyguard... Um, which is a British, yeah, so sort of like a crime. Yeah, you can get it on Netflix now. Sort of show, and again, it's that sort of that pacing with, yeah, you know, it's a bit of a yeah, done right. it per se, but there's this sort of underlying question and a bit of a mystery to it, and again, that sort of British um, mystery sort of vibe, I think, is quite good with the police officers involved as well, and and um, and obviously that's a bit more sort of government based, but in terms of the actual sort of pacing i think it reminded me a little bit maybe because i watched it at a similar time but um the show messiah that kind of just the sort of you know not really sure what's happening until the end and that sort of way that it grips you and the mystery and and wanting to know what happens and as you sort of there's like a little bit given in each episode but you're still wanting to know more and you're all these questions and they sort of gutted that that show got cancelled i was by like it got cancelled so i mean uh, maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do. I mean, there's only one season of it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I think it got it very mm. split opinion. Some people think it's terrible. Some people think it's great. I thought it was great. I thought it was just something very, very different. The excuse that they made, the reason that they said that they were cancelling it, is because of COVID. It was making it impossible to film. Um, but people said, why don't you just postpone it then? Uh, but they reckon that the real reason is because of the reaction from religious groups uh, towards it. Um, it does have a heart, you know, it calls into question a lot of things about religion. Yeah. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was great. Um, it was a real shame that, that it ended like that. But what can you do? I think, yeah. Also, if I want, just off the top of my head, just remember, uh, as a whodunit, I think the thing with the, with these shows is that there's loads of different characters that are all under suspicion kind of thing. So if there's a series called Unforgotten, which is an ITV series, but all the seasons, bar the latest one, are on Netflix, um, and it uh, it tells uh, it follows um, it follows uh, two detectives um, played well. There's Sanjeev Bhaskar who plays uh, one of the detectives, uh, but the main character who I've forgotten her name, which is really not good, right. is played by Nicola Walker. Sorry, so it's, uh, so Unforgotten is an ITV series. Uh, but pretty much all the seasons are on Netflix. They just released another later series because it was so popular. Um, it follows mainly follows two detectives, one played by Nicola Walker and the other by Sanji with, with Sanji Bhaskar, and they sort of look at uh, cold cases. And the one that the best the 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 way that the, every season is set up is the first episode sets up all the suspects, so you know who the suspects are from the first episode. But it it, it kind of unravels. Over, over a number of episodes. So it's an absolutely brilliant, brilliant show. And the later season, which I've nearly finished, is also superb. 
so as a show that you know you're not entirely sure where it's mm. going to go next uh, Unforgotten is definitely one that I would highly highly recommend if you haven't seen it So obviously, there's, there's, as it is a murder mystery and a bit of a who done it and all that kind of stuff. There are obviously a lot of spoilers. I don't think we're going to go through each and every one, but you know, if you were to look at the the show, knowing what you know about the spoilers and, and knowing how it ends and everything else, do you think they they stuck the ending? Do you think they really stuck the landing, as it were? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the revealing who the stranger was wasn't that yeah, exciting. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, that, that Irish guy's daughter that he hasn't seen in years. You know, because he actually had killed his wife and and stuffed her in the wall, and I just, you know, obviously, yeah. I just I, didn't I don't think, think we that as a reveal, it was that characters for that to be, you know, and it's difficult in one season to do that. But yeah, if you're going to have a, if you're going to be really invested in the characters, you weren't, you didn't really know much about the stranger herself anyway. So when you found out, it was sort of like, okay, that's that's great like, <laughs> who cares um it, it wasn't the same as being because there were quite a few different characters i i would agree i don't think that any of those reveals were particularly particularly sort of groundbreaking i i thought i, I kind of felt like the wife was dead from very early on i didn't think she was alive and i actually thought the way that yeah i got that impression that she was dead yeah, yeah. but it didn't link very well and i didn't well, like when they revealed you know, how and why she died was he, he killed her because she knew that he'd been taking money out of like the local football team or something. It was like, like really tenuous and not particular, not a lot of like stakes involved. And it felt a little bit also the way, because they brought it up to such a climax when he explains to, um, Richard Armitage's character, uh, what was his name? Uh, Adam price. When he, when the guy explains to him, Oh yeah, I've killed your wife. It's, he just talks about it in such a matter of fact yeah. kind of way. It's like, Oh yeah. So here's why I buried her. <laughs> Um, obviously, I killed her, and I'm really sorry, but you understand why I did it. It's like, what? Like, <laughs> just it was a bit. That for me was a bit surreal, and felt a little bit detached from the whole rest of the series that I thought did a decent job up until then. All a bit, yeah, uh, all a bit weird. Uh, and then there's uh, what's the f- the final scene is um, right? Okay. Is she, no, Christine is Christine. Uh, Christine is the stranger. Um, Christine is the stranger, uh, and then. It all just got a bit silly um, with the whole fighting and, you know, being chained and then the little shootout and all the fighting that went on in there. I thought it was just a bit ridiculous. And then finding out that Doug actually killed, um, that actually Doug killed Kareen after she, after she was going to pin the thing on him and, and, and then Adam shoots, um, Adam shoots Doug and then the police officer covers it up. Yeah. There weren't really any you know, consequences. I just thought it was a bit by the end right, right. It sort of was like, yeah, you can sort of kill him and cover it up, and no one cares. I think the only, uh, I think the only one who gets away, who who is actually, is what's his name? Is Christine's father, doesn't he? He gets, um, you know, it's just you know, there's there's, there's the whole thing with cats, which for me just he, he was just sort of like mm. a a catalyst in a way to help the, the story move along 
it wasn't necessarily that he was an important thing and it was that was a real shame. I thought that would have helped. I yeah. think if it would have turned to some sort of serial killer kind of vibe where Katz was killing off more and more people and then they that would have worked a lot better. Um, but it was, it, it just, there were too many storylines that either they couldn't yeah. complete properly within eight episodes or they just didn't know how. Um, I just remember the final episode yeah. being a bit like, oh, okay, fine. That's a shame because it was going quite well. And it, I felt at the end of it a bit like I feel about some Netflix yeah. films where they hook me in <laughs> with a really good trailer. Yeah. They hook me in with something crazy like The Alpaca. <laughs> you know, we forget about the alpaca very quickly. Um, and then yeah. it just sort of... Even the ending with the alpaca... Goes into... Nah, that was a bit messed up, but it was it was all just a bit... They tried to make it comical. Again, great trailer, great idea, great hook. And then as soon as you get really invested in it, they sort of blow the ending and blow the last few episodes. Yeah, it is a, it is a shame because it could have really gone somewhere. And I think yeah. they could have spent more time digging into into Christine and finding out, you know, what yeah. she is, what her, her motive is, why is she doing it? I think it, that felt quite rushed at the end. Um, I would have liked to have watched her affect more people's lives in a way, you know. It would have been, uh, obviously maybe because of budget constraints and maybe because of the story, it would have been really cool to see her go all around the country doing this to other to other people and then five of the, the five, she affects yeah. five different people, three different people around the country and then they get together to try and track her down. Um, and work out who she what she is, but I mean, I just I didn't get her motives. Her just going up to to Adam Price at the beginning and saying, "By the way, your wife's faked the pregnancy and the miscarriage." Ha ha ha! You better check your kids' DNA, yeah, and the then just walks off. I don't understand revealed, what the motive is behind that. Why you know what is the point? What is the point of that? She's absolutely ruined this guy's life for no real reason. Um, instead of just telling him the truth uh, properly, yeah, I, I think that. that was very, uh, it just didn't really work for me. I didn't like it. Um, and and also, like I said before, I, think, well, I thought the kids acting was not good. Just poor. Which is a shame because in Safe, the kid, the, the child actors, etc., they're much better. Much, much better. Um, but, yeah, uh, I mean, it's, uh, I don't think the characters are particularly intriguing and I don't think the the uh, the ending is particularly good. As you said, it's quite picturesque, and I think that does lend itself to the story. And there are quite a lot of good twists and turns, and, and each episode does leave you wanting a bit more. It is just that ending that just uh, just doesn't really do anything, and and that's a, it's a shame. It, it could have had a really good ending, and possibly it's setting itself up for a second season. I wouldn't be surprised. I know it's been a while, but I mean, it came out last year. Don't I wouldn't be surprised if they had a second season in the wings. Oh, I don't know. I, could, I mate, it looked like a limited series to me. No, from what I'm seeing here, that there won't be another, there won't, there won't be another series. I think it's a, with a lot of Harlan Coben stuff. It's one, it's one season. It's a limited series, and that's it. It, it wraps up the story within a few episodes. Um, but yeah, it would, I would have liked to have seen a, a, a show following Christine properly. Then that that would be good. That'd be a lot more intriguing. But she just turned out to be a, a disappointing character, and which is yeah. a real shame because, in a way, it would have been good not to know who she was. The Strange is a lot like most decent mystery novels, entertaining but meant to be consumed, not remembered. Yeah, that's good. that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, you don't remember a lot. There's so many mystery novels out there, you're right, that actually the endings, you, you yeah, maybe it is a mystery novel thing. Maybe most of them are actually relatively disappointing. It's about, it's, it's not actually the end. It's about the journey. Kind of. mm. 
It's not a line. Of, it's not a line of duty kind of thing, you know, where, where you're really thinking, who is this? Who is this? And very, and, and they and they specifically point out, right? There's this one person we're trying to work out who it is. Um, but even then, line of duty itself was disappointing, wasn't it? So, um, it's it's hard. It's hard to do a mystery, a, a mystery that that ends in a in an exciting manner. Um, I'm trying to think what who shot who shot film. I Mitchell, mean, what what, what what mystery <laughs> thrillers <laughs> that have you seen big, yeah. that have a a great? Re- yeah, I don't know. Uh, that maybe that is the thing. Maybe they're not meant to be remembered in that way. It's just about how you get there and the excitement of the chase. Yeah. But once the chase is over, it's actually quite disappointing because you want that's the that's the thrill of it, isn't it? You, you want to keep going, and when the ending is is always is always disappointing because it's over. Um, but yeah, it's. It is a good show. I mean, two ups, two downs, I think we could possibly look over to. So two ups, two downs for those of you who might have forgotten in the last two weeks since uh, Winch decided to abscond. Um, we give uh, two things that we like, two things that we thought, uh, we, we weren't so so keen on. Uh, Richard Armitage, I thought was brilliant. Uh, I actually thought Jennifer Saunders was really good in a dramatic role. I've, uh, for me, I only really think about Jennifer Saunders in more sort of <laughs> comedy roles, um, you know. I can only ever think of her with like Dawn French and um, an absolutely fabulous. So to see her in a quite a serious role, I actually thought she did a really good job of it. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, so I thought the acting was really good. Um, and I actually thought one thing that I quite liked was the ending of each episode. There was a, a cliffhanger at the end of each one and it made it difficult to switch it off. And that was, I did quite enjoy that. I thought that was a quite, um, <laughs> quite good sort of hook you in. And then my two downs... Um, I would probably say that the, mm. again, you sort of alluded to it, but the motives of the characters weren't really clear. I kind of felt like there's a lot of things you just ha- sort of had to take for granted, like the stranger is doing what she's doing to make a bit of money and because she had a crap childhood, but that doesn't really, I don't know, that doesn't feel like a really good motive. And I, I kind of like to feel as though a character is going to have a really good backstory and really good reasons yeah. for doing what they're doing, especially if it's going to be as intense as going up to some random guy they don't really know and saying oh yeah by the way your wife's been lying to you about having a miscarriage that's pretty intense to just sort of do on a whim um my other down i'd say the ending i know we've spoken about it but yeah just really poor ending that final episode was just terrible the reveal of where the wife was was just huge anticlimax and that was disappointing yeah so i'll go with my two negative two downs i mean just you know the reveal that she is adam's half sister was a bit you know <laughs> what is the point yeah what is the point uh because her because his father had an affair with her mother you know i thought <laughs> like right so that makes it like <laughs> what what's the point then what what why what what has that got to do with her randomly going up to him and saying by the way your wife yeah. is not pregnant she is faking it uh bye see you later <laughs> like i didn't mm. I, di- I didn't i didn't get that at all and, yeah. and it's just a, a sort of a do sex machina kind of thing of way to get adam on side to suddenly save her you know because cats is actually the real villain here um so i really didn't like that reveal and i actually felt maybe were there too many characters for such a short show I think maybe there was there was too much was there too much going on um mm-hmm. and you kind of got lost a little bit as to who was the main character you were trying to follow and I thought may, may, maybe that was something that got lost in translation I'm not sure um but I thought there was too much yeah. going on sometimes too many characters, uh for it to for it to matter you know to be I think we would have invested more 
I think we would have invested more in the whole concept of maybe Adam and, and, and Christine being half siblings if we would have seen a little bit more. We, we see uh, Adam's dad is clearly, you know, not a nice guy. He's had loads of affairs. and But they don't allude, they, they, they don't focus on that enough. They, they do it in a couple of scenes to say, oh, by the way, at the end, remember when he was so horrible and we alluded that he's had loads of affairs? Well, the stranger's one of his daughters from the affair. Like, you know... I thought I thought it was a that was yeah. a bit whatever. Um, I don't think that was it's a long enough show for us to be invested in that sort of reveal. Uh, which, you know, if it was a two three season kind of show, and we're like, oh, after three seasons of knowing these characters, Adam and Christine, and finding out that they're actually mm-hmm. half, step, half siblings, would have been like, whoa, that might be a bit of a, a, a mind blown kind of thing. But within eight episodes, I don't think you can build enough um, care and investment uh, for for a reveal like that. Um, but the positives, um, just the first episode is brilliant. I really enjoyed the first episode, uh, just the setting up the story. Um, I think the way she, she just goes up to him in the bar and, and, and freaks him out is brilliant. I think the whole thing with Alpaca. So loads of really good questions come out of that first episode. Um, so I, I, I really enjoyed that. And I actually think that Adam Price is really, really, really good. Uh, and he's in a slightly different kind of role. Um, so I, I, I really enjoyed, you know, his story generally when he was going to try and find out his wife. So as a general mystery with him, it was really good. And the first episode was my two positives. So I, I quite enjoyed that. Uh, again, it's just, it, it, it sunk quite badly towards the end, I thought, which is a real shame. Because I think if it had a, a decent ending, then I think I would okay. r- rate it a little bit higher than I'm going to. I said decent, and I think I've said in the past that decent is about two and a half stars. Yeah, I I think when you're entering three, between three and four, it's it's good to really good. I think two and a half, it's decent, which means it's got some really good parts, but there's some parts that really pull it back down. I think for me, between three and three point five, it's a really, it's a good, it's a really good show. Four and above, it's absolutely superb. It's brilliant, Um, and five is borderline flawless just switch it on it's an okay. easy watch some people may really enjoy it so I think with me saying two and a half I reckon there's some people who would give it a three and a half maybe even a four <laughs> I think some people would really love it um, and then there's some people who would be like oh that was utter nonsense I'll give it a one uh, but I actually quite relatively enjoyed it uh, for most but I just thought the final episode or couple of episodes We, I think I watched yeah, it with my wife in maybe two days um, very easy to watch very quick to watch um, yeah, yeah the, the ending wasn't great, and some of the acting was a bit off, as, as we've discussed. Yeah, I, think I, I mean, overall, it, it was a good watch. series. It kept me hooked, which, you know, is what you want from a sort of murder mystery type series. So it was good. Like, I think three out of five is very respectable. It would be six out of ten, essentially. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's good. It's, it's worth a watch if you haven't got much else friend. to watch. And you like, and if you like whodunits, uh, then definitely uh, recommend yeah. it. I think, you, yeah. yeah. I, I would recommend it, but don't don't expect an unbelievable ending kind of thing. Um, yeah, so that's um, that's the stranger, uh, our first international uh, podcast from one end of the planet to the other, Inshallah. which is mad. Hoping for for many many more. We're going to do our best to to make sure that we can. We'll, we'll time it carefully. Um, that was uh, this was uh, since you watched international for the foreseeable future. Uh, See you next Tuesday, mate.